Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Waifus and Weeaboos podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the summer 2021 preview episode. Yes, the summer 2021 preview episode. We are live right now on twitch.tv slash source since a one doing a live anime podcast review as you all know by now my name is source sensei or nick as you all know uh but today uh we are doing a live episode and we are going to go through a couple uh, not even a couple we're going to go through all the anime of summer 2021 that have piqued my interest to an extent all right so how we're going to do this is we're going to go down the list on my anime list from when these shows are airing uh until the latest show uh, some shows I'm just going to breeze through, like the first two, for example. Um, I'll give them right now. Pretty All Friends Selection. Uh, there's no synopsis. There's nothing written on it. It looks like a bunch of magical girls uh, sitting on a brick uh, wall. I have zero interest in it. And then, of course, and then of course, Idolish 7 Third Beat. Uh, I really don't mess with idol anime to begin with. Um, and a boys idol band kind of really doesn't do it for me so yeah we're just gonna put those two to the side and then continue on from there so with that being said let's go on to the first anime that we are going to be talking about in a new anime but also a game that just came out in scarlet nexus so solar calendar calendar year 2020 grotesque organisms called others have begun eating people to take down this new enemy, the other suppression force is for the other suppression force is formed. Saved by this elite team as a child, psychokinetic Yuito withstands the training to enlist. On the other hand, prodigy Kasane was scouted for her abilities. But Kasane's dreams tell her strange thing. Strange things. Dragging the two into an unfavorable fate. Um, I mean, the first two episodes were streamed already on uh, on Nico Nico. So I don't know, like so far the feedback is not good. It does have a 6.69 on uh, Mal right now. That and um, um, what's it called? Um, like I feel like I've heard this story before. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I've heard like this story somewhere before. Uh, the the girls look. I mean, I mean, we're we're a show about waifus, and I'm looking at Kasane right now, and Kasane is literally one of the like a oh, female up my alley, dude. Like white hair, the whole nine yards. Uh, and then you have like Sugami, who like she looks cool. Like these characters look cool. I will say that, um, but they just look generic. You know what I mean? You know what it kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of um, oh, what's that stupid show called? Oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to not irregular or magic high school. Um, hold on, shut. Uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. Um, it's it's literally on my Crunchyroll queue, and I don't remember what it's called because I kind of stopped watching it. Um, bear with me. I'm sorry. Uh, I still have the eighth son on on here. I gotta get rid of that. What is wrong with me? Um, oh god, 
what was that show called? It was it was not good. I don't know how I. Oh, the oh the asterisk score. The asterisk score. That's what it reminds me of a little bit. Like generic, like male and female characters, like super generic, like nothing, like nothing benefiting, like nothing good about it. So um I just like that's the that's my biggest fear in Scarlet Nexus, is that it's just not going to uh it's just that it's too generic for my taste. I'll give it a shot, uh, and then we'll go from there. So after that, and it's also who's it animated by? Sunrise. Sunrise does good stuff. Sunrise has done a lot of old stuff. Um, they did Code Geass, Cowboy Bebop, Inuyasha, like old Inuyasha. So like they did a lot of old stuff. I think they did something recently besides XL World. Uh, what recently did they do? Did they do um? Did they do? the new Inuyasha, or whatever the hell it's called, Yashahime, right? Uh, I could have swore they did something, like, like, yeah, they did do Yashahime, okay. I figured they were, I figured, if they did Inuyasha, I'm, I figured they did uh, Yashahime. But, uh, but after that, we have uh, Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy, interesting name. So, empty classrooms, boring days. It was supposed to be a normal summer vacation just like any other. Suddenly, the, schools begins, the school begins to drift through another dimension, and 36 boys and girls are left there, awakening to their supernatural abilities. Amidst the whirlpool of questions that come to mind one after another, survival in a supernatural world begins. Uh, this was streamed on the uh, 19th of June. And it already has a 7.73 on my anime list. It is a sci-fi and super power kind of show. And it is uh, produced by Madhouse. Madhouse is just loaded with anime. Uh, Death Note, One Trump's Man, Hunter x Hunter, Death Parade, No Game on Life. So, like, their animation is just, like, second to none, right? But Sunny Boy, it looks like a very, like, old school, um, old school style of anime and character designs. Um definitely definitely oh man that is so it reminds me of uh east or like um has anybody ever seen east before uh or red east or ice whatever it's called it's like i parentheses it's like i and then like um quote marks and then s uh i really i really want to know who um who created it eguchi hihashi created it um yeah, okay, no, he created Sunny Boy, and yeah, just the art is, like, very old school, like, like, uh, like, early 2000s, late 90s, like, style, which, I, I mean, it looks pretty cool. Um, I'm definitely going to give it a chance, so, uh, yeah, I'm definitely into Sunny Boy coming out. Uh, after that is Peach Boy Riverside is a fantasy shonen. Uh, I have seen some... Um, I have seen some previews for it where, uh, so Saltonori Aldike, or sorry, is a cheerful, is a bright, cheerful princess who wants to go on an adventure because she is bored of her tiny little castle in the crunchy side. One day, a horde of vicious demons known as Oni, real clever, come knocking on her doorstep, threatening the lives of everyone in the kingdom. Thankfully, they are saved by a lone traveler named Kibitsu Mikoto, 
who slays these monsters with a mysterious peach eye. Shocked by the dangers of the outside world, Sari decides to set off on a journey on her own. Little did she know that she would set in motion a chain of events that would determine the fate of this magical world. Um, yeah, like I said, I've seen some videos, some previews about it. Um, I feel like there's going to be a lot of fan service in the show. I feel like, um, Sally looks cool. Um, uh, Mikoto looks cool. They kind of, hey, some of these, some of these look modern day. Um, like some of these characters look modern day, but then you have Carrot, who's like, who's like, okay hand. I forgot, like some of you all can't see me, but I'm giving the okay hand. And then you have Winnie, who also big okay hand, who she's a witch and she's got glasses on top of her hat. So, and like bluish, tealish hair. And like, for me, that is a definitely like big plus in terms of the waifu category. So we, you know, we're going to be watching Peach Boy Riverside, 100%. I'm going to take a quick drink. Okay. After that, we have the, uh, we have the sequel to Higarashi, which, um, I didn't feel like it was necessary to watch Higarashi again. I didn't want to go through that again. Then we have one of the biggest, I, I like, I am super hyped for this show. Mainly because like it's it's a it's it's a show, right? That the main character doesn't know what's gonna happen now. At least I, I at least I don't think she will. At least I don't think she will. But it's uh my life as a vil my next life as a villainess, all routes lead to doom. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Katarina was one of my favorite female characters from uh from twenty twenty. She was just hilarious. But the fact that, um, uh, like, I don't know if this is going to be based off the, like, like, uh, Katarina's past life, like a spinoff game or like whatever. But like, I would be interested if Katarina doesn't know, like, what happens in this part of, like, her life as a character. You know what I mean? Um, I kind of hope it's just something, um, like something new at the end of the day, uh, which I think would be cool because it's it would be unpredictable, which I like. But yeah, we got we got we have a we have Katarina and the crew uh, definitely on lock. And I saw a preview for it, and uh, looks very uh, interesting. Looks very interesting. Then we have uh, Mahoko Koko no Yutase, which is the uh, the spinoff of um, Magical High School. Uh, what's the English title of it? I'm sorry. Uh, the Honor Student at the Magic High School. Which I guess is, uh... Which is, I guess, is about, uh, Miyuki. Like, a side story for Miyuki. So, uh, probably won't be watching it. But, uh, you know. It is what it is. It, it, it'll get a high score because it is Magic High School. Magic High School is a good show. Show I actually still have to finish. So, uh... After that, we have Venetus no Carte. Historical supernatural vampire. That's a big one right there. Uh, fantasy and Shoni. So there once lived a vampire named known as Venetus, hated by his own kind for being born under a full, a blue full moon. <clears throat> as most arise on the night of Crimson One. As most arise on the night of Crimson. 
A friend alone, he created the Book of Venetus, a cursed grimoire that would one day take his vengeance on all vampires. This is how the story at least. This is how the story goes, at least. Venetus Ocar follows Noe, a young man traveling aboard an airship in the 19th century Paris with one goal in mind to find the Book of Venetus. A sudden vampire attack leads him to meet the Atlantic Venetian, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I don't know if it's going to be serious or not, but like, it seems like it's like a, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it looked like, it sounded like a Chubinho, Chubinho, like, cause like the dude created the book to like get his revenge, but like. I think it's going to be something more serious. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know what to expect from it. I saw the trailer. It looked okay. Um, I'll give it like three episodes, but I don't know if I'm going to stick with it because I'm not really big on like the vampire scene, but like the characters look cool enough. So then we have, uh, man, arguably like one of the most interesting shows of the season, in my opinion. Uh, something that, uh, I've never seen outside of high school DXD, um, uh, or like, like, I, like, it's hard to, it's not even hard to explain. So it's Kanojo Mokanojo, which is girlfriend, my girlfriend. And, um, basically like, so here it is. So after harboring an unrequited love for years, now you finally gets to date his childhood friend, Saki Saki. However, just as he tries to commit himself to the relationship, he receives an abrupt confession from Nagisa Minase. At first, Nagisa tries to Naoya tries to reject her, but is soon overcome by feelings of not wanting to hurt Nagisa. Trying to avoid betraying his girlfriend's trust in him, Naoya thinks of a solution to make both girls happy. To make both girls happy. Two-timing. Naturally, Saki rebuffs this idea, but uh, through Noya's and Nagisa's persistence, she reluctantly submits. So, with this, a three-way affair begins between Naoya, his girlfriend, and his other girlfriend as they develop a relationship that deviates from the social norm. A very interesting one, because it's not, like, like I don't know if it falls into the harem category. I don't know. Um, this is a new one. This is a new one. I can't tell you a story where the main character like literally starts off with two girlfriends or just has two girlfriends in general like you have Issei from high school DXD who's just getting like slopped with him right you have um you have Basara from um fuck what's that show called um Oh, what's the show called with Bossero chat? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, Shin My Mal. Uh, no, Shin My Mal. No Testament. Right? Testament of Sister New Devil. You have him who's just swimming in it. Those are your typical harems. Right? Those are your typical harems. But this one is like. It's weird. It's weird. I'm super intrigued because it's different. Super intrigued because the four females 
in the in the uh in the picture are very unique uh purple orange slash yellow blue and red uh purple is my favorite uh just because i like her design the most but i don't know who i'm gonna like at the end of the day so this one's gonna be interesting i'm in for kanajo <clears throat> mo kanajo after that we have boku tachi no remake already on my plane the watch list so uh hashi hashiba kilya is a 28 year old game developer when with his company going bankrupt and him losing his job he returns to his hometown, looking at the success of his creators his age. He finds himself regretting his life decisions as he lay distressed on his bed. As Koya wakes up, he discovers that he's traveled 10 years back in time before he entered college. Will, will he be able to finally make things right? This is a story about a failed person who is given a second opportunity to follow his dreams. As you all may or may not know, I am a big, big, big Real Life fan. Real Life is my favorite anime of all time. Why, you ask? Because it saved my life. Crazy, you sit crazy, you, you know, crazy, you hear that. But it's true. That will be saved for another time. But uh, I dig the character designs. I kind of spoiled myself and read a little bit about Boku Tachi no Remake. Uh, I'm a little upset from what I read, but it's still going to be a good show. I'm super hyped about it. Uh, it's done by Studio Feel, and Studio Feel usually produces like some of the top tier stuff. Uh, seasons two and three of My Youth Romantic Comedy, uh, Mayo Cheeky, which Mayo Cheeky is a super underrated anime, super underrated anime that everybody should go watch. Uh, Hidamatsuri and Degashikashi, two both well in an anime. Um, <clears throat> after that, we have Remain, it looks like a show about water polo. Um, I'm not really too into it. Uh, I don't really do all boy shows, um, but. Uh, yeah, like, water polo, uh, I'm not, I, that's gonna be a, uh, that's gonna be a hard pass for me. Uh, after that, we have Getter, Get, Getter Robo Arc, which, again, another type of show that I do not deal with in, uh, in, uh, Giant Robots or Mech. Really not big in the way, but it does look like it has an old school style to it. Looks pretty okay. Um, but it's just not going to be for me. After that, we have Kakeki Shoju, which is, I don't even know what it translates to. Uh, it translates to Kakeki Shoujo. So, <clears throat> founded in the Taisho era, the Red Flower Opera Company attracts people's hearts across generations on a beautiful and gorgeous stage created only by unmarried women. The 100th generation students who have passed through a high magnification and entered the Red Flower Opera Music School to develop the human resources. Sadasa Watanabe, an innocent girl with a with a height of 178 centimeters, who longs for Oscar Sama, I Nada, a former national idol who's indifferent to everything, both dreams and friends. The music school life full of hope and conflict where everything is disjointed is about to begin. I don't know what to expect after reading that. I don't. All I know about in pictures is it's a bunch of cute fucking girls. And that's all I needed. That's all I needed. Alright. <clears throat> um Ore Sushima. Which there's no way this is going to be a full-length anime. There's just no way. 
Um, but it's centered around an older woman who's often mistaken as a man and called Oji-chan by her cats and Tsushima, a strange cat who appears in her garden one day. Uh, is this Oji-chan? Oh, Jesus Lord. It looks like real cats with, like, colored, like, hand-colored, like, people. Nah, I'm good. Um. And then we have one of the shows that's probably going to be one of the biggest disappointments of this season. But I'm going to watch it because I do. Because Isekai anime is, is literally my bread and butter. Uh, if you have an Isekai anime with... A good male lead, uh, top-tier waifus, and a good story I'm in. And How a Realist Hero Built the Kingdom has at least two of those three. Uh, from the videos I've seen, I like Kazuya. And you have Lysia, who's a top-tier waifu, just by character and voice design. Or character design and voice. Uh, you have Aisha, who... Dark-skinned elf! Dark elf! White here. There's a spoiler right there on my anime list. You don't want to look at it. I've looked at it already. I know what happens. You have Juna, who, you know, I I, I got nothing else to say, Juma. And you do have a lot of top-tier characters in this show. Um. So, oh hero. When Kazuya is unexpectedly transferred to another world, he knows that people expect a hero, but Soma's idea of hero heroism is more practical than most. He wants to rebuild the flagging economy of the new land he's found himself in. Brothled to the princess and abruptly planted on the throne, the realist hero must gather, must gather talented people to help him get the country back on its feet. Not through war or adventure, but with administrative reform. Like, could be fun, could be funny, um, I'm interested. I'm gonna take a quick drink real quick. Alright. Tante wa mo shindaru, or I think it's I think it translates to uh the detective is already dead. The the uh Angie does the animation for it. Angie's only done literally uh four things. They've done this. They've done Uzaki-chan, which I thought the animation was good. They get they did Hatage Kimono Michi, which I thought the animation was okay. And they did uh, that RPG show that just aired this year, which was absolute dog shit. So, uh, not awful, but I think it has potential. The character designs look cool. Uh, so, Kimizuku Kimi, Kimihiko is a crisis magnet from getting caught up in a crime scene to accidentally witnessing a drug deal. Trouble seems to follow him around every corner. So it is no surprise when his rather mundane flight suddenly enters a state of emergency with a dire need of a detective on board. Unfortunately, his attempt at avoiding trouble is foiled by a beautiful girl with silver hair who goes by the codename Siesta, declaring herself a detective. She unceremonially drags Kimizuka into the case at his assistant. That incident spelled the beginning of an adventure around the globe that went beyond his wildest imagination. Putting their lives on the line, the two took down criminal organizations, prevented disasters, and saved thousands. But the curtain closed on their epic journey with Siesta's, ult with Siesta's untimely death three years later. 
Resolving to live an ordinary high school life this time, Kimizuka spends a year maintaining a low profile. However, as fate would have it, a girl with an uncanny resemblance to Siesta comes crashing into his life, threatening to throw his peaceful days into disarray. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to expect. Uh, mystery, comedy, drama, romance. Uh, should be interesting. Uh, I'm in. Uh, I, I, I dig the character designs. Uh, I dig everything about the show. I think it's, I think it's unique to a sense. Uh, and I, I, I am in for it. I'm in for it. After that, we have Shinigami Bochan to Kuro Maid or the Duke of Death and his maid. Uh, I haven't heard anything about this show. But it seems a little bit dark, and it seems to be a little romant romantical as well. Uh, Inori Minase, Inori Minase is in everything. So, cursed by a witch as a child, a young duke gained the unwanted power to kill every li living thing he touches. Jesus Lord. Forced to move away from his family and into a large mansion deep in the woods, the duke is treated as if he does not exist and is continually shunned by his peers. However, he is not alone. Rob and Alice, his butler and maid, are always by his side. Alice loves to tease him, and as their relationship grows, the Duke makes it his goal to break free from his deadly, his deadly curse. Of course, he's going to need some help, and who better to do this than various inhabitants of the supernatural? This actually sounds pretty cool. Uh, I probably will watch the trailer later. Um, but it looks and sounds actually pretty cool. I'm in. I'm in for this one. We're going to add that to the list. 100%. Uh, after that, we got a show we cannot talk about because it is technically uh, an H. Um... Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, then we have... A show that I really wish they didn't put off to the summer, but... Uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Season 2, Part 2. Um, part 1... Uh made me cry it did i'll admit it i'm a grown-ass man and i cried um the shion scene hit me hard so when spoiler alert uh when shion woke up i was like super happy I'm getting teary-eyed just thinking about it, so... Uh, and with things going on with Melium at the end of the season one, uh, I'm hyped to see what happens. Or uh, at the end of part one, I'm hyped to see what happens at the end of part two. <clears throat> Next, we have Seirei Gensuki, which is our harem anime of the season. Uh, actually looks pretty freaking cool. Uh, Spirit Chronicles? 
that name sounds familiar. It's done by TMS uh, Entertainment. TMS has animated a lot of good stuff before. Um, Cass seems rather new. Girls seem rather cute, so I like that. Rio seems like a, a tool, but let's see. So, Amakawa Haru is a young man who died before reuniting with his childhood friend who disappeared five years ago. Rio is a boy living in the slums who runs revenge for his mother who was murdered in front of him when he was five years old. Earth and Another World. Two people with completely different backgrounds and values. For some reason, the memories and personality of Haruto, who should have died, is resurrected in Ryo's body. As the two are confused over their memories and personalities fusing together, Ryo decides to live in this new world. Along with Haruto's memories, Ryo awakens an unknown special power, and it seems that if he uses it well, he can live a better life. But before that, Ryo, Ryo encounters a kidnapping that turns out to be of a princess of the Burt Ram kingdom that he lives in. After saving the princess, Rio is giving scholarship at the Royal Academy, a school for the rich and powerful. Being a poor orphan in a school of nobles turns out to be extremely, turns out to be an extremely detestable place to be. Um, I really want to know who the uh, princess is. Yep, not going to win. Is it Aisha? Aisha's probably the princess, if I had to take a guess. Please not Latifa. Alright. Well, you have a harem anime with a lot of girls in it. Most likely, the princess is going to be, you know, the quote-unquote winner at the end. So. I'll watch it, because it's, it's harem shit. It's harem trash. You know how I am. How many sh How many more shows do we have? Oh, not much. Okay, I'm just gonna fly through the rest of these because I feel like we've been—I feel like I've been going on forever. Uh, Thirty minutes. All right, we could—we could take it slow. <clears throat> so after that harem shit, we got Urumichi Onisan, which might be a short. I'm not 100% sure yet. Um, hello, boys and girls. Do you like guys with more than one side of them? Thirty-one-year-old Omota. Odamichi is the gymnastics coach in the children's educational TV program together with Mama. He might be sweet on the outside, but all boys and girls are inevitably scared off whenever they get a glimpse of the adult darkness that's the result of Odamichi's sensei's emotional instability. This is a tragic eulogy of all the boys and girls who are now adults. I... I don't know. I don't know how to take that. Like, it's a slice of life comedy, but like. I don't like that sounds kind of serious, no? It sounds pretty damn serious. After that, we have Suki Pro the Animation 2. Didn't watch season one. Um, and then after that, it's a this is a manga I've actually I actually picked up recently, but um 
Cheat pharmacist slow life, making a drugstore in another world. So, one day, a corporate save Razie suddenly got transported into another world. More Isekai shit. He made the best of his skills to make better potions, which earned him lots of money. And with that money, made a drugstore. An elf, who has trouble aiming with his bow, gave him some eye drops. A dragon, who's always lets breath out, who let breath... A dragon who always let breathes out fire unintentionally. It's spelled terribly. Don't worry, we have cough medicine for you. Ragey's new fun slow life as a pharmacist in a village drugstore starts now. Uh, I have read a little bit of it. Uh, I am excited. It is fun. It's cute. Kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, to an Academy. Welcome to the pack. A little bit. Uh, mainly no, no errors, you know, no error reminds me a lot of her, um, of the main character. So, um, but yeah, it's cute. It's going to have some fan service in it as, as always. So, uh, I, I, I'll definitely be watching it this season. <clears throat> is it going to be good? Uh, probably. I mean, is it going to be good? Um, I don't know. It might be. I liked it. So. Alright. Then we have. Moonlit Fantasy. Tsukimichi Moonlit Fantasy. Uh, this is like a. Adventure fantasy. This looks kind of interesting. Um, it looks a little bit more adult. Oh honesty. So. The fantasy centers around Makoto Misumi, an ordinary high school boy summoned to an alternate world as a brave warrior. More isekai shit. Unfortunately, the goddess of the world said with disdain, your face is ugly. Stripped him of his title and banished him to the outmost fringes of the wilderness. While wandering the wilderness, Makoto encounters dragons, spiders, orcs, dwarves, and all sorts of other non-human species. Excuse me, I was tired. Due to differences in the environment from his home world, Makoto now exhibits extraordinarily pow extraordinary powers in magic and combat. Thus, he survives in the in this world while dealing with various encounters. The curtain rises on the alternate world social reform fantasy of a boy forsaken by gods and humans. Honestly, I'm in. Uh, first of all, Isekai shit, check. Uh, cool looking characters. Uh, I mean, Makoto kind of is like generic, like black haired Isekai character. So, uh, he, I, I expected him to like have an actual ugly face. He doesn't look ugly, right? You have Mio looking hot as hell. You have Tomoe who definitely looking hot as hell. Uh, and then you have Emma who, oh my lanta, oh my lanta, chat. Or whoever's listening to this, if you want, if you want a top tier waifu, listen, if you want a top tier waifu from this season, Emma, whew, Emma brings home the bacon, y'all. Okay. Emma is literally going to be the best, is the number one waifu from, it, she, she has the potential to be uh, waifu of this uh, waifu of the year. I'm gonna say that right now. Go look up Emma. Emma, if you're listening to this, go look up Emma. 
And if you're watching the stream, you'll know as well that Emma, top tier waifu. Top tier waifu. Top tier waifu. Then you have characters such as Tsukiyomi, who, eh, whatever. You have the goddess, who, oh my god, Reina? Ueda? Is the goddess? Oh my god, I am in. Sheesh! Uh, that's gonna be good. I, I think the voice actors and actresses for this show, top tier. Toa? Alright, so, I'm, I'm starting to see a, um... I'm starting to see a, a trend amongst these characters. All right. Beautiful, busty, and there's going to be fans over the show. I can already tell. But I still can't get over Emma. First and foremost, Emma, like, seriously, like, I just, oh, man, my I, I just squeal every time I see her. I literally squeal every time I see Emma. Number one. Number two, she's voiced by my favorite voice actor is in Sayori Hayami. Love Sayori Yami. Emma's going to be a legendary waifu. I'll say it right here, right now. Legendary waifu, Emma. And that's it. That's it. Done. Case closed. Um, I'm actually going to add that right now so I don't forget. I'm going to go back and add a lot of these shows to my list. Uh, because I've, I missed out on them. <laughs> and then we have... Another anticipated anime that I've been waiting for. Kobayashi-chan, Kobayashi-san, Chi no Maid Dragon S, or the second season of Kobayashi-san no Maid Dragon. Um, I get more Kobayashi. I get more Kana. I get more stupid dragons. I get everything. Show's so good. Um, and the fact that we're getting a season two, like... I'm so fucking happy. I'm so fucking happy. And there it is. After that, we have the PA Works anime of the season in Shi Shiroi Suna no Aquatope or Aquatope of White Sam. So we have Kukunu Misakino, an 18-year-old schoolgirl working in an aquarium, meets Fuku Miyazawa, a former idol who lost her place in Tokyo and escaped. Fuku will spend her days in the aquarium with her own thoughts in mind. However, the crisis of closing is approaching for the aquarium. As the girls explore their dreams and reality, loneliness and friends, bonds and conflicts. Is this, this has, this has, uh, it's a slice of life, but it does have very Yuri feel to it. Um, I'd be interested in, Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it definitely has Yuri vibes to it, which is fine. I got no problem with that. So, uh, it's going to be beautiful. PA works, always beautiful. So, uh, you, do, you don't have to worry about the animation uh, in that aspect. All right. After that, we have Make You Black Company. So, Kinji, who lacks any kind of work ethic, is a layabout in his modern life. One day, he finds himself transported to another world. More isekai shit. Everybody say it with me. More isekai shit. But not in a grand fantasy of a hero welcomed with open arms. He's immediately shoved into a terrible job. 
now enslaved by an evil mining company in a fantasy world, Kinji's about to learn, Kinji's about to really learn the meaning of hard work. Um, oh my god, Hero is playing, oh okay, is Wannabe? Dude, I haven't seen Hero Shimono in a long time. Um, damn, some of these characters though, Veruza, oh boy, chat, sheesh, Veruza is... I might have spoke too soon about waifu of the season. Shiruza is like, god damn. And then we have Ranga. Okay, Ranga's cute. Got a lot of elves. Got a lot of elves looking in here. Got a lot of elves in here. Okay. Uh, then we have Rimu, who she looking cute too. Okay. Okay. I'm in chat. I've I, listen, everybody. Listen, I've said this before. You need three things. I'm holding up four fingers for some reason. Three things to make me interested in an guy. One, good story. Three, two, good characters. Three, uh, waifus. And there's an abundance of waifus in here. Is she a waifu? I don't know. Oh, she is a waifu. Oh my fucking God. You have... All right, let's go down the list. You have Rimu, pink-haired waifu. You have... No, that's a dragon. That's a lizard. No, no. Is this one? No, that's a roach. An actual roach. So you have Rimu, you have Shia, you have Ranga, you have uh, Veruza. There's gotta be more. There's gotta be more. There's four right there. No. There's your four right there. Rimu, Ranga, Shia, Veruza. Boom. Four waifus. Bam. That's all I need in my life. There we go. And it's done by Silverlink? Shit, man. We're in. We're adding that to the list, boys and girls. May you Black Company... When's it? When's the first? When's the first episode air? July 9th? Not soon enough. The biggest question mark as to why this show exists: the second season of a hundred man no Inochi no Ue Itni Ore wa Taituru second season or uh I'm standing on a million lives the second season I have no idea how this got a second season the first one where did I score it a six it was fine right but it was a show not warranted a second season it just did not warrant a second season I just don't know how it's gonna get it uh, I'm going to watch it 100%. Is it going to be good? Probably not. Um, but I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Uh, I'm already, already going to tell you this. I'm going to skip this show already. Just by what I am seeing. Alright. So it's D-Side Traumare the Animation. The stage is Shibuya. Here's the, here's the synopsis. The stage is Shibuya. When Ryuhei Oda was in elementary school, he admired his kind older brother. Ryuhei, who witnessed the mysterious death of his brother, is now a chief for high school who doesn't let the lurking nightmare surround phase him. One day, while kickboxing, he's bitten by a mysterious creature named Treese and an unusual dream, and has an unusual dream. He confronts his twisted desires as rumor drops fly through the streets. What does he see behind that? Listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. All right. I'm going to tell you this right now. All right. This looks...
Where's it at? This looks a lot like X-Arm. I, I, I'm not even kidding. Uh, it, it looks god-awful. It looks god fucking awful. I gave X-Arm a 1. And it has an average score right now of a 2.98 on my enemy list. Alright, D-Side can go right in the trash with all that CGI bullshit. I do not need that in my life. Uh, that can just go right in the trash. Alright. Love Live Superstar. I don't fuck with Love Live series. If you like Love Live, congratulations. You're getting more. Uh, I don't really mess with it. Ninth season of Yami Shibai, which is a ghost, uh, which is a, like a ghost. They tell like short ghost stories. I used to be into it, not as much anymore. You have Dante Five Bio de Battle, Battle in Five Seconds After Meeting. Uh, kind of reminds me a little bit of ooh, what was that show called? Tab? No, not Taboo Tattoo. Ah. Uh. A Darwin's game. That's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of Darwin's game a little bit. So it was just a usual morning. Akira, a high schooler who loves games and Konpito, Japanese sweets, has suddenly been dragged into a battlefield by a mysterious girl who calls herself Mion. The participants are told they are that they are erased from the family register involved in an experiment and gained certain powers. Akira is determined to win the game with his new profound powers and, and destroy the organization. Armed with the power, no one expects his brain skills. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it looks like... I mean... I'll watch it. Uh, I'll watch it. Mainly because the sense that the... Uh, the picture... It's very appealing. Uh, there is some possible top tier waifus in it. I'll give it a shot. Uh, I don't think I'll like it, but I'll give it a shot. And that's all that matters. We do we do it for the waifus. You all know that by now. We do it for the waifus. The biggest controversial show this season. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is. The biggest controversial show of the season. Uh, definitely a big, uh, definitely big, um, oh, what the fuck was that show called? Um, God damn it. Um, I have, I have. The opening song on my MP3 player. Hold on. No, 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 no. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Um, God, I can't even remember it. It wasn't that long ago either, which is like the crazy thing. <laughs> Um, da, 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 da. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to remember it. It's 
Oh, uh, Kan, 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 Miss Caretaker of Suno, Suno Harasa, Suno Harasa. This is what this show reminds me of, which is, uh, Megami Ryo no Ryobyukun, right? So, uh, Nagumi Koshi is a 12-year-old boy who was abandoned by his father after their house caught on fire. Fucked up. Leaving him to roam the streets penniless. Leaving him to roam the streets penniless. Then one day, a girl named Minerva, who finds him lying on the sidewalk, takes him to a women's college dormitory, one known for housing troublesome residents, and asks him to be their dormitory mother. Surrounded by older women, forced to deal with their idiosyncrasies, Koshi starts his new, somewhat etchy life. Um, yeah. We go down the list, boys and girls. Uh, Atana. Yes. These are all the waifus. Frey. Yes, we're in. Okay. Sutia. Uh, I mean, not really, but she's soon during waifu. Should she there? She's there. Serenade, 100%. You have the athletic girl right there. You have Mineru, who is the... Uh, oh my god almighty. Chat, ladies and gentlemen, listen. I'm telling you. Uh, oh boy. You know, a wise man once said, Sheesh. Studio Azreed. Did Arifuda, which I, I actually liked Arifuda's animation. Did Shuffle. Surprising. Yushibu? Oh, I love Yushibu. Fino is like... Fino from Yushibu? Like, literally, like, top tier. Top tier. 100%. So, yeah. We're going to be watching that 100%. Uh, Mega Me Rio. 100%. <clears throat> Nighthead. 2041. Oh, God. This looks like fucking... This looks like X-Arm 2. What is happening? The story follows the Kirihata brothers who from a young age were reincarnated in a secure scientific facility Due to their supernatural, oh god, supernatural powers, having escaped after the barrier, there's written them malfunctions. The story else follows Kudoki brothers who are trying to chase the Kihana brothers. It's, it's like a fucking cow mass anime. I, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Hion Sedai no Idaten Taichi. So, Idaten deities in the peaceful generation. Um,. This could be good. This could be good. Um, it's been 800 years since the Battle of Gods, Itaden, who boast overwhelming speed and strength contained the demons who led the world to ruin after a feast battle. That battle is now just an old tale, tale in a distant myth. While the peaceful generation of the gods, who have never fought since they were born, are out of peace. Someone has revived the demons from a long sleep. Bring armed forces, wisdom, politics, conspiracy, whatever you can, whatever you can use. No rule and no limit. Three-way battle royale is about to begin. Um. Okay. 
Studio Mappa, interesting. Two Mappa. Sh well, I might get banned for that. Shit. Uh, so go look at the pictures on uh my anime list. They are uh mm, a little inappropriate. Uh, yeah. Might get banned for that one. See you later, chat. <laughs> Just kidding. Then we have uh Magica Record, second season. Uh, I really couldn't get into the first season. Definitely not interested. <clears throat> uh, Megatron something. Mecha school. And then last, but certainly not least, is uh. Jahi-sama won't be discouraged. The great Jahi will not be defeated. <clears throat> Once respected as the Demon Realm's second greatest authority, the Demon King's aide, Jahi, ruled by her subjects with fear, but when a magical girl attacks and destroys that mystic gem containing Master Fire, the power, the Demon Realm is destroyed. Although she survives, Jahi has lost almost all of her powers and finds herself stranded in the human world with a childlike appearance. In order to gather more mystic gems so she, she can permanently restore both her original form and the demon realm, Jahe will have to adjust to her new life and deal with everyday problems that she has never experienced before. From working to pay for living expenses to arguing with her landlord whenever her, her rent is late, the great Jahe will not be discouraged. Uh, so definitely a cute girls doing cute things anime, but like I think with like older women... Uh, so literally, like, it's literally like a waifu haven. It's literally a waifu haven. Uh, even landlady. Sheesh. Even landlady. Let's go. Good cast. Naomi Ozo, uh, Ozoda. Uh, Mikiko Komatsu, Aikaino, huge, one of my favorites. Yuko, he, uh, Yuko, he, Hikasa, another huge one. Two. This, this cast is good. This cast is really good. So we have Naomi Oza, who's playing Jai. We have, uh, Mikiko Komatsu, who's doing Sawa. If you don't know, uh, anything that Mikiko did, uh, she did, she was Aijin. She did Izumi Shinomune and Aijin. Uh, Hotaru and Alko no Kinoja. Uh, what else? She was art and art. I know a lot of people enjoyed art. Uh, what else? Hello? She's. I, I, it might be young Senku. I think she was young Senku in Dr. Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, I think she was probably young Senku in Dr. Stone. There's a spoiler in Dr. Stone? Hold on. Wait, what? She was Sarah in Fuka? Hell yeah. Uh, so, a lot of good... Uh... A lot of good roles she played. She was Yume in, in uh, Grimgar. Who... Yume are arguably one of the best characters... If not the best character on the show. Not gonna lie. I kind of wish they would have adapted that whole series. Grimgar had a lot of issues, I thought. But it was still pretty good. 
Uh, and then I kind of know who's like a fucking, who's like close to like legendary VA. She's getting up there. She's getting up there in regards to uh, the Japanese VAs, I, in my opinion. Uh, Yuko Hikasa, who is is well known for uh, voicing, uh, I think she did, I think she did uh, Rias, right? Yeah, for Rias Grammary from the High School DxD series. She's the landlady. Then you have Kanaha Nazawa, who's like literally like top tier, who's like who's voicing Druge. You have Yui Ogura, who's voicing Kokoro. Uh, she did Katase. Like, oh my goodness. Like, she's done a lot of like younger characters. So she fits that role of like the younger, like, uh, like the younger tier, like female character, which is good. And then you have Sumire Usako, who's just like literally like a top tier, like an actual top tier uh, VA. This cast, that, the cast is out. The cast is actually outstanding. It's an actually outstanding cast. Uh, I can't wait for that. So, and then we have, like, a bunch of, like, other shows that, like, I don't really care about. A lot of them are Chinese shows. Uh, ONAs. Salt Lily Fruits. Uh, oh, the Tony Kaku Kawaii OVA comes out. That'll be fun. That comes out in August, I believe. Couple movies. Couple specials. Isekai Cheat special. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Uh, so a lot of shows, like a lot of, I think, I think there was like, what, four Isekai Trash this year that we're going to be watching. So, uh, four Isekai Trash and, um, that is what we are going to be, um, really interested in coming up as well. So, uh, whole list of shows. Really would like to know what you think. Um, so tweet at me, right? Follow me on Twitter, Waifus and Weeaboos. All right. Uh, let me know what you think. And yeah, so this was our live stream episode of Waifus and Weeaboos summer 2021 preview episode. Uh, I want to thank you for listening wherever you're listening though if you're watching me on twitch uh we're not going to go anywhere stream's going to continue but if you're listening to me uh over you know wherever you're listening to me i appreciate the support uh thank you for listening uh follow the social socials are in the uh info of any of anywhere you're seeing this google podcast apple podcast spotify uh anchor you know anchors where i upload everything so um yeah, just hit me up on the socials and you'll know when I go live. Uh, NJ Okotaku for Tumblr, a lot of modern day, like current day pictures I'm posting. Uh, just posted a lot of Nagatoro. Um, welcome to the Demon School, Iramakun. And uh, yeah, follow the socials and get. Uh, we're going to. Next episode is going to feature tomorrow, featuring uh, the spring 2021 review. Spring 2021 review. So. Again, thank you for listening. I appreciate all the support as always, and we will see you soon. Bye-bye.